Pitch black, pitch black. We're talking about pitch black. I don't know where that came from. It, it uh, 20 like year anniversary. Bit, you had a little bit of bad boys going on there for a moment. 20 year anniversary. I didn't realize that until I looked yeah, up I, the old Wikipedia. I know. Oh, 2000. Oh, it's another one of our 20th celebrations. <laughs> I did the same thing. I was like, oh, okay. All right. It's funny. It's funny how that worked. I don't know. Uh, I'm a huge Riddick fan. I love the Riddick movies with a friggin' passion. I don't know if you love them as much as I do. I don't. But the yeah, the Riddick trilogy was was my my uh, suggestion, and I'm pumped to do it, man. I'm, I'm glad you did. Don't get me wrong, because two out of the three movies are still really good. Ooh, ooh. I'm curious to know which one is the not good one. It's number three. It's Riddick. Oh, really? <laughs> it is the worst of the three. And, and uh, only because um, I don't really remember much of anything from Riddick aside from the, uh, the mud dog or whatever, when he's training the mud dog. Yeah. That's it. That's the only thing that stuck out with that movie, which is disappointing because I wanted to like it so much. Yeah. Yeah, no, I. Uh, I am gonna rewatch it before uh, before we uh, film our third camcast, but uh, I don't know. Like, I mean, so we'll get. To, I'll, you know, I'll talk about Pitch Black right away. Yeah. Right away with Pitch Black, mm-hmm. I will tell you right now. This is one of those soft spot movies for me. Yeah. Because I realize, like, if people say, "Oh, it's not a really good movie," or or whatever. I'll go, okay. I mean, I could see why you would say that. However, I love the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? I, I see why you would say that. You're wrong. <laughs> but. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, like, it's it's got, like, here's the thing. It's got an absolutely great premise. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that they took that aliens idea of having a group of people in an isolated area having to fight aliens, and they're all just, like, really, there's only three of them that are trained in any way, shape, or form. So it's really just uh, a huddling of protecting to get them free, like, to save everybody. Um, But it is a weird movie in the sense that, um, like, part of it is I wish they could have done more with it. Like, I felt like, even with the alien scenes later on, I was like, I, I almost felt like I wanted more from it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand budget concerns and things like that. And for 23 million, they really earned every penny. Oh yeah. You Big know, <clears throat> but like, uh, like, okay. So here's an example of how it's kind of a weird movie. Riddick is the main hero of the movie. Um, and if you didn't know that, you would know this from looking at the box cover, which is literally just pitch black and Riddick. That's it. Okay. Um, And if it was the special one, his eyes were hologram. (laughs) (laughs) He's really cool. But uh, the weird part about it though, is so if you didn't know anything about the movie, if you just kind of watched it cold, like I watched it on uh, like the movie channel. So I didn't watch it like in a VHS or anything like that. So I didn't see the box cover. 
So you spend the first chunk of the movie hearing about how a horrible piece of shit Riddick is. Like, he's just this horrible, like, he need a baby. Like, that's how bad of a person he is. Yeah. But he's the hero. But in this entire movie, and I hadn't watched it in so long, even by the end of the movie, there's nothing he does that's redeemable. Everything he does is just for him and him alone. That's it. Mm-hmm. So it was weird to watch it again because, like, I still like the movie. I mean, the most part, actually, you know what? Before we get to that part, let's just go with we. Uh, I said it was released in 2000. It was. Yep. Its budget was 23 million. Its box office was 53.2 million, which is pretty friggin' cool. Yeah, because I mean, Vin wasn't a big star yet. This is actually the one that boosted him. This is. It's weird that this is the one that was like, let's boost him up. But uh, uh, now we've got okay, Vin Diesel. As Richard B. Riddick. Yeah, the B stands for Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Richard and then you get the fucking legend that is Keith David as yep. Abu Imam Al Walid. <laughs> I think he just goes by here on out. Imam. Is it Imam? For here on out, it's Imam. <laughs> Imam. Uh, this was the movie that made me first have a crush on uh, Rada Mitchell as Carolyn Fry. Best name in the entire roster here, Cole Hauser. As yeah. William J. Johns. He should yeah. have just been Cole Hauser in real life. Yeah, Hauser. <laughs> but uh, Lewis Fitzgerald is Paris B. Ogilvy, whatever. I just put the old British. Body back is cool. Yeah. British alcoholic. British <laughs> alcoholic dude. <laughs> uh, Claudia Black. I perked up when I first saw this movie because I'm a Farscape fan. And she's on Farscape, so when I saw her, I was like, oh, this is going to be good. She doesn't last long. But it was still a reason for me to get in. Then, of course, we got Rihanna Griffith as Jack. That's right. You know Claudia Black is actually in all the Uncharted games? Yeah, I did. Yeah. She's a voice actress. I didn't. I knew that now. I didn't know that. It's crazy, at the time. right? It's crazy. Like, I totally forgot she was in this, so when I was rewatching it, and it said Claudia Black on the screen, I was just all like, what? <laughs> now, I didn't watch Farscape. I didn't watch Farscape. So the coolest part for me, though, uh, is the director David Tuhui. Tuhi. Uh, I just Tuhi. 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 Whatever. Uh, he's got a weird last name, and yeah. I swear to God, because I was kind of griping about the shooting at Pitch Black to like a, a little while ago, and so I was like, "Oh, this director is probably just garbage." And I look at his roll call. And he's directed some of the best movies. Like he's directed a lot of really good. He directed Critters too, Kenneth. He also directed The Fugitive, which is crazy because that's an amazing movie. The Fugitive. I don't think he directed The Fugitive. He directed The Fugitive. That's his name was on the list of The Fugitive, unless it's a different movie. All right, I got. I got to look. I got to look. Please do. But it was on his uh, I... discography, filmography. I remembered him from uh, being the director of The Arrival with Charlie Sheen. Yep. Uh, G.I. Jane is another one that he apparently directed. I think these are movies he wrote. G.I. Jane Jane was really Scott. Oh. You know what, Geek Pantsers? I'm an idiot. Uh, That makes sense that it's what he wrote. Because I think he was a writer long before he became a director. Well, he wrote this too, or he yeah. uh, he had a hand in the screen uh, screenplay with the other guys. He wrote the Fugitive. Oh, he did. Okay, 
but still, a fugitive, the, man. The fact that he wrote it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right. Um, and then of course he directed every single preceding Riddick movie. Yeah. Which is incredible because like the second one, that's my favorite of the bunch. The second one is so good. Seconds. This one is. This one's really good, and like I said, like you know how you you've got Mission Impossible two. That's your soft spot movie. That's like this right here. Like it was that perfect storm where I, I watched it at the perfect time. I came into it with no preconceived notions. My I was openly like mentally aware. I was like, yeah, just give me more of this movie. And by the time I was done, I was like, this is so good. This, this was is the, awesome. this was the first DVD I ever blind bought. Bought it without watching. Ooh. Wow. So when I watched it, when I watched it in 2000, I was blown away. Like I was almost to the point, like I wish this was a Fox movie because I love to see this guy go up against the predator. Yeah. No, they're Oh yeah. Or the predator, aliens. Riddick versus Ooh. the predator or aliens. Huh. No kidding. Oh. Sign me up in a heartbeat. Yeah. This was created by uh, Jim and Ken Wheat. Mm-hmm. Who did Elm street four. Mm-hmm. And he walks the battle of Endor or battle for Endor. Which is great because I love the Ewoks movie. Have you watched the Battle for Endor at any point in the last like twenty years? Yeah. Oh, you have. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. I get it. You've seen it in the last twenty First years. Stop favorite okay. Star Wars movies. Ewoks. <laughs> huh. Weird. I thought it was the Last Jedi. That's so weird. Anyway. Well, when they originally wrote this movie, they wrote it with a woman. Did you read about that? No, that's there was, intriguing. There's no Riddick. In the original first draft of the script, Riddick was a woman named Tara who was an interstellar barbarian with tattoos and enhancements. And a hand what? Enhancements. Like I guess Oh, enhancements. Okay, yeah, yeah, I got I got you now. Ooh, the uh the prospect of having like a female Riddick would have been really cool, but Enhancements? Uh, I don't know. Like, how did you go from that to that? Maybe they just saw a picture of Vin Diesel and was like, let's just do it with this guy. And also, David uh, Tohi, Tuhi, Tuhi. Whatever. Yeah. He was the original writer on Alien 3. So his unused script from Alien 3 was the beginning premise of this. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that is actually really funny makes Man, sense what's there like 400 people that were attached to uh aliens 3 until they finally hired david fincher and then rewrote the whole and joss whedon yeah <clears throat> um so you mentioned we've mentioned aliens a couple of times this is clearly an aliens movie this is yeah. like but i mean uh i like the changes they i like the I actually like the uh, the fact that they show up on this planet, they crash land on this planet, and just like trying to figure out what they can do to get off this planet and trying to navigate the weirdness of it, and then uh, they start to realize, oh, there's aliens underneath that are susceptible to light. Oh, okay. As long as we don't go down there, we'll be yeah. fine. And then like all five of their sons <laughs> are in a friggin' eclipse. Then you're like. <laughs> Oh fuck! <laughs> and then it just got crazy cool. Yeah, it's so cool. Like when Riddick lifts his goggles and he can see them coming, and the noises they make. Oh, and he, and he just goes beautiful. 
like straight up this is a five out of five movie for me i i love it so much it's five out of five for me like even when i was griping about the the weird cuts and stuff yeah for that one scene and then i didn't see it again and also i don't know i think might have been the mood i was in because I, I i finished watching it and i was like man this is so good like it's just so good yeah. like it's one of those movies where uh it's a fun movie but it's not a dumb movie either like there's not really like plot holes or anything it's pretty much just a fairly succinct they they end up on a, a planet they find weird aliens realize okay aliens can only uh, move around at night or in the dark fine then the sun goes out and they're like ah fuck yeah we have to get off this planet and and then it's just like minor interplays between the rest of the characters but really like uh, the one thing i thought that was the most interesting this time around was they really played up riddick as more of like the devil in this movie because he's constantly tempting fry with just saying fuck him let's just leave yeah let's just leave right now you know, and she had already at one point when the ship was going down, tried to release the passengers so there'd be less weight. So she was already willing to sacrifice people. Yes. You know, so I that I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting how they played it like that. <clears throat> and even at the end, like Riddick doesn't go back because he wants to do the right thing. He just goes back because he's just like intrigued by her. He's doing- so intrigued. He's like, would you he's die for like, her? And she's like, yeah. I, I would try for them. Try. And he's like, would you die for them? And she's like, yes, I would. And it's just interesting. Yeah, he's just like, well, <laughs> let's see how this plays out, okay? <laughs> I, I was, so I was like, oh, okay. So like I said, because they really, they and they don't shy away from it. They actually, like I joked about how you like eat a baby. But I wouldn't be surprised if that was one of the lines that they cut where they were just like, he once ate a baby just because <laughs> he was hungry <laughs> you know my baby was crying he was hungry baby stopped crying shortly after he ate it <laughs> <Done>. <laughs> you know <clears throat> um visually though the aliens looked awesome oh they're so cool that hammerhead style and the fact that they're kind of weird like their vision was weird in the sense that like if you were right in the middle they couldn't see you that i thought was really cool like there was a lot of thought into the design of the aliens how they acted even the fact that they would eat themselves if they couldn't find food i was like oh man this is so cool like they're just so bizarre and i like that 90 percent of the budget was literally into how they looked because it still holds up fairly well for being a 20 year old movie on the limited budget yeah absolutely I think I think they were practical monsters, right? I don't think there's a whole ton of CGI. No, there's a, the group shots CGI. Group shots. Uh, the only time the CGI looked really shitty was in the beginning when they're coming up on the planet. It was the only time that I was like, "Ooh, that's that did not age well." Oh, in the ship. Yeah. 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 yeah that was the only time that I was like, "Oof," but everything else, I was like, "Oh, yeah, that's fine. That's all good." Um, I know it's billed as like a sci-fi horror action flick. I always just kind of looked at it more of a sci-fi horror flick. I never really classified it as an action flick. No, I mean, there's no human-on-human action, really, right? It's 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 monster violence. So yeah, except for the fight with the sorry, William J. Johns and Richard yeah. B. Riddick. <laughs> 
just like looking at the credits, like the list of names, it's it's so hilarious that they put the middle initials and, and their nicknames in quotes. Yeah. Like, they really went into Shaza. Shaza, Shaza Montgomery. Darren Shaza Montgomery. <laughs> uh, Zeke. And I don't even think Zeke, yeah, Zeke was just his nickname too. I just wrote Zeke down though. <laughs> Zeke. I mean, yeah, like I said, like this is, uh, this would be like my Mission Impossible 2 where I could acknowledge if you like ripped it apart and said, oh yeah, but this is dumb and this is dumb. I, I would be like, yeah, okay. I, I hear all the things you're saying. Every single thing that you've said. Yeah. I still love the movie. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, it's still a great movie. It still holds up really well. Um, I had a lot. I I don't want to say I had a lot of fun watching it, but I, I enjoyed it. Like I was like, yeah. And I wasn't as uh, as critical as I have been in the past. It yep. was just like, just sit back, relax, enjoy it. I honestly wasn't sure what you were going to think about Pitch Black because your few texts were like, it kind of had that you weren't really enjoying it too much. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was all like, oh no, don't tell me I'm going to have to defend Pitch Black the whole time. <laughs> I mean, I don't feel like you really have to, like like Mission Impossible 2, you don't feel like you have to defend it. Your reactions are, okay, like I, I get what you're saying, Chris, yeah. but I like it, I think it's great, and these are the reasons why. So that would be, that's how I feel about Pitch Black. If you all of a sudden were like, geez, Chris, no, everything about this movie is garbage, yeah. I'd be like, okay, I still think it's great. Yeah. And that's it. That's Done. A, that's all. Done. Like I don't have yeah. any guilty pleasures. I never feel guilty for what I enjoy. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm always like, you know? you know, like I, I never want my dad. Maybe I get that from my dad because he likes some garbage. <laughs> like he, and he's unabashed about he's it. Got some bad movies in his collection that he thinks are epic. So yeah, so maybe that's where I get this from. I the cinema. I don't think so. I think it's things. just. Yeah, the cinematography is actually really it's good. Just, it's a beautiful movie. I, I think, I believe they shot this whole thing in Australia in the desert. Okay. Well, that would explain why they got Rada Mitchell and Claudia Black, because they're Australians. You got some Australians, yep. Yep. Doesn't explain the rest of the cast, but it explains those two. <laughs> I've always been amazed how much, like, how great Rada Mitchell is at hiding her accent. Because I never knew she was Australian for the longest time until I watched, like... Me neither. Rogue, I think, it was two thousand seven. It was that uh, crocodile movie. Yep. She was in it. Yep. Did yep. You, I was like, oh, she's got a really good Australian accent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's Australian. <laughs> so David Egby did the cinematography in this. Really enjoyed it. Um, I found it interesting because, like, Riddick is very much closer to this than it is Chronicles for obvious budget reasons. Yeah. They brought back this David Egby for Reddick. So I was like, oh, well, that's another reason why it looks so much like Pitch Black. Right. Yes, exactly. Because that's one thing that I did notice, even though they had like the same director for all three of the movies. Yeah. Cinematography is way different in the second one. Oh, way yeah. Different. Way different. Just like huge in scale, like almost like a Lord of the Rings in space. Very, very much like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then again, like that's the kind of thing that wouldn't have worked so well with Pitch Black. I think Pitch Black works because it's this tight knit movie, and it has that claustrophobic type aspects to it. Yeah, 100%. and also has those badass moments where you know Riddick is like deking out the alien, 
literally holding the alien by its weird hammerhead. Yeah. It's like, this is crazy. And like all his stuff with the alien is so good, but even before we really get introduced to him, that stuff is so good. Like when he's inside the rib cage of that monster and he's just like cutting a little piece of uh, Carolyn's hair. Yeah. Or, or when he's just sitting up and enjoying himself and watching everybody <clears throat> and they have no clue he's above them. <laughs> Those parts I thought were, they, they, taking the lock of her hair, I was like, so this guy is a piece of shit. Like they weren't really trying to make him that cool or noble. They're really just dialing into the fact this guy's a dirtbag. But like, but I did like the part where he's just kind of like hanging out and they're all just like, I like it when they shit talk Riddick and all of a sudden he just pops in like, oh, he fucking left us today. And then he's just there. He's like, say something. I was just wondering where you were. <laughs> anyway, let's get going. I was like, this shit's funny. It's so funny. Yeah, and it was when Zeke goes down the tunnel, like when he gets pulled in by the creature, that's when they discover Riddick, right? Because he's on the other side of that tarp. Yeah. Like looking in the hole, like, there's other things on this planet you gotta worry about more than me right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, man, it's just just fucking great movie. Yeah, so good, so good, and like the whole the whole end is just oh, like soon as the lights go out and they're they're going across the desert there with like the shittiest little lights possible. Oh, yeah, exactly. And then like using like the liquor to make torches and stuff and Molotov yeah. cocktails and shit. The one part though, where like the guy blows the uh, the flame, like the alcohol into the flame. Yeah. And it spreads out and you see he's surrounded by them. I was like, oh, that's a horrible way to go. Yeah, that's a great shot. That is horrible. <laughs> that was a great shot. Yeah. Right? So. so good. Paris the alcoholic. He probably never felt it. I don't think so. I don't think he did. Uh, that Rihanna Griffith as as Jack in this, I loved. Uh, I loved her play, his play, <laughs> with Riddick the whole time, and I love that Riddick like knew that he was a she, like the entire time. Like, I know, like it was what crazy. Like, what do you say? One of you's bleeding, and I'm not talking about, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not that. talking about and you. They're like, what? And they look over at Jack, and then, oh, yeah. She's just like, oh, I'm sorry. I just didn't think you would take me seriously. And then she starts like literally like breaking down. Of course, like Fry's just like, okay, like you know, chill out or relax or whatever. I actually I thought the uh, the Riddick worship was super cute. Like all of a sudden she's got the goggles on or here. Yeah. Shave your head. Like, <laughs> and like everyone like immediately were just like, okay. Nah, like, How do I get eyes know? like those? <laughs> <laughs> You get locked up in the deepest, darkest hole, and what is it? Uh, kill a few men, or kill, or kill a few men, and you get a cup, like four packs of menthol cools, or something like that. No, no, that 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 was cute. I like I like that play. Very different take on Jack in the sequel. Oh yeah, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, we definitely will. Definitely will. Okay, so like the whole end though, like when he goes back with Fry to save the last two, and now they're returning. And and he's fighting the creatures, and Fry takes the other two to the ship, and she's like, "I'm not yeah. leaving him behind." And she hears him screaming and everything. And she goes to save him, and then she gets pulled away. Whole, she gets gutted first. Oh, to this day, I, I still watch that scene and go, "I can't believe they did that." Like it was crazy. I can't. It was believe absolutely that. crazy. Yeah, that you get to see that, and it was funny. I was talking about like because Michelle and I, uh, we started watching. Um, 
I don't know if you've heard of this movie, Deep Blue Sea. Oh, I have. You have? Oh. My hat is like a shark. My hat is like a shark's fin. Um, <laughs> anyway, and uh, what the fuck was I saying? Oh, yeah, I was talking about how this is one of those rare movies where they call attention to the fact that, like, the black guy is not going to make it to the end of the movie. And yeah. then the black guy makes it to the end of the movie. I can keep David over here. Yeah. <laughs> so good. So happy. He makes it. Jack makes it. And and Riddick. And Riddick, but not Carolyn Fry. I was like, wow, that's so nuts. That's so nuts. And it was a gut punch when the first time I ever saw that. I was like, whoa, I can't get over that. You heard that. And then you saw both their faces. I was like, oh, Riddick's dead. And then she goes. And it was just like. And he goes, not for me, not for me, which is great because that was a good turning point for his character in the series. Going, it forward. showed that he had a bit of a, he actually like yeah. cared. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So that was like, and to get to that point, everything else, it makes, makes that moment earned. There was no like, oh, yeah, okay, I get it. You're a good guy. You're just like, oh, so he did actually have a soft spot for no, Because it's kind of perfect, right? Because he goes, would you die for them? And then not for me when she's like yes i would die for them and now he can't believe that oh shit she was talking about me too like what yeah yeah exactly it's so crazy. there's a bit of a, a shift there which also actually leads into the sequel and makes that movie make a bit more sense absolutely absolutely and it's crazy to think too that like while this movie was filming riddick was to die in that scene but the studio yeah. and everyone, and even Vin Diesel, like everyone was loving Riddick so much. And they're like, well, we want sequels. And we figure that Riddick is more bankable than Fry. So. 100%. Sorry, Ron. 100%. You're, you're getting murdered now. You're not going to live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Great. yeah, that. I think the ending is probably the one thing that makes the movie, though. If the ending wasn't that good, I don't think I would have had as much love for this movie. I still would have liked it a lot. But I probably, like, if they did kill Riddick, I would have been like, oh, I mean, he's a piece of shit and he shouldn't live. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I definitely would have been like, I don't, I, I wouldn't have done that. So I'm glad that they didn't do that. But yeah, so like I said, like, I'm glad that they didn't kill him off because, well, the ending wouldn't have been as good. And we wouldn't have gotten two more movies, possibly a fourth and maybe a TV show. Yep. Yeah, well, the fourth, the screenplay is done. They're good. they're going to be shooting it soon, so I'm excited about that. He's finally going home. Yeah, when I caught that one, I was just like, oh, that's actually kind of cool if they're going to go back to Furia. Yeah. Furania? Furia. 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 <laughs> Furia. They don't, they don't want to call it Fury? <laughs> <laughs> Fury. Uh. <laughs> that was the one part I kind of rolled my eyes in Chronicles where they were like, he's a Furian, and I went, what? And I, when I saw it written down, I was like, Fury. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'm Okay, the score by Graham Revel. I, I love the music in this movie, and I'm oh, so excited. Okay. The Titan? Oh. Look. Look at Ken. Hi, bud. I know you can't hear me. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, but no, the same composer for all three movies is great because you get that that same theme song through all of them. Yeah, 
And I love yeah. that. And I love that it changes the little chronicles. Like it's more epic. And then you hear just like the pitch black theme come into it. And you're just like, oh, that's, oh, oh, yeah. That's so good. That's so shit. good. Yeah. I don't have anything else to say. Like no. 10 out of 10. Love this movie. Perfect movie to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, that's the thing. I wouldn't change anything. I can't believe Even those funny. weird cuts that we were talking about that I was griping on, I was like, because I, I was watching it and I, I let it sit because I didn't finish it. And then I came back to it and I was like, that's not even that bad. I think I was just, I think I was in a mood. I think that's what it was. You're, you're just like, I'm going to shut this off and get out of this mood. All right, Geek Pantsers, that's Pitch Black number one. Ooh, pitch Black yeah, because yeah, it's only pitch black, but yeah, because the Riddick series goes the whole Rambo route with the names. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> All right. All over the place. Uh, yeah, so if you enjoyed this video, you can catch us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can listen to this as a podcast on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. You can catch us at geekpantsmedia.com, or you can watch us here, YouTube, every week. That's right, weekly. Not many YouTubers can say that, but we fucking can. And we're not even in the same room. I'm going to knock on wood just in that off chance that we don't end up being weekly once. <laughs> it's okay. And we as always, one time we took a month off. So it might Thank happen. you, everyone, for the likes. Thank you, everyone, for the subscriptions. Um, you know what? I keep saying leave us comments, but uh, now I'm demanding it. I demand comments. Tell us if we're doing stuff terribly. Tell us if we're doing stuff great. I've, I watched, I read a comment the other day where another great camcast. That was an awesome thing for that person to say. And it wasn't me for a change. Oh, you didn't write that? <laughs> no, I didn't write that. I did not write that. In fact, I think I, uh, I, think I thanked the person, though. <laughs> Which did. I thought was funny. In you retrospect, did. I thought it was funny because I'm like, they probably don't know that it's me. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, who the fuck is this guy? Because this weird guy. You <laughs> <laughs> uh, are mercy one who what? Like literally after I said thank you and I sent it, I was like, oh, I probably should have said I'll leave it. Whatever. He'll figure oh, it this out. Is Chris, by the way. Mercy. <laughs> <laughs> this comment. Who was in the camcast? In the camcast that you yeah. just watched and I, said the was guy, great. The guy on the left side of the screen. That's me. <laughs> Uh, I'll check in and go, wow, that video's got a lot of comments. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just Chris explaining his relation to Camcast. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Makes sense. Okay. All right, Geek Pantsers. Have a great night. Later. <laughs> Later. <laughs> Later. Later.